I believe that we are got it. Here we go. We're recording. And I think that if I could do this, I don't <clears throat> believe I can. Welcome, everybody. Uh, let's see. We're recording right now. We'll see if we could do what I want to do from this screen. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but we'll find out soon enough. We'll find out soon enough. Uh, right now, we're just audio recording. And nope, I can't do it. So I got to do it from here. Okay, here we go. All right, we are now live streaming. We are now live streaming as well, I believe. We'll see. Are we? Oh, God, no. All right, not yet. Not yet. These technical difficulties, ever since I have a feeling what it, I have a feeling what the problem is, as I was saying, um, the problem that I believe is that with as long as the, um, I don't upgrade I don't upgrade my, um, oh God, use your phone and tablet to get a security code, even if it's offline. Uh, let's just do it this, get a, get, I'll do it this way. All right, there it is. We've got it. All right. I believe we've got it now. I believe that we're, I believe that we're doing well, normally I would get a message saying that the show is on. Oh, I think uh, I think it's I think it is right now. Here you go, go live. Yeah, the thing is, is this is that since I didn't upgrade the software with the Mac, um, that is the problem because the Zoom software probably is that the Zoom so software is probably already upgraded towards the. Um, this video is private. I don't want it to be private. Oh, well, we'll fix it, whatever it is. And then you're frozen. Yeah, January. Yeah, rolls. that's be. Yeah, well, you know, what can I tell you? This is a this is not a good thing. This is not a good thing, but it's it back? is what it is. And so, you know, am I back? You're back. Well, nope. Now you're frozen again. <laughs> and now you're back. It's redirecting me. Okay, well, good. There it is. Okay, so I'm back. Welcome, everybody. We're having a little bit of technical difficulty for sure today, once again. And I believe that it has to do with the Zoom software and the Mac software on my computer. But hey, that's the way life goes. Uh, let me get into my notes. And so basically, this is uh, 1025. This is our 179th meeting. Congratulations. We've made it. We've got over 365 viewers on uh, on YouTube. 5,000 people are, are members of our Facebook page. Who knows how many people are actually watching this. So welcome, everybody. Uh, this is our current event show. We talk about what's ever on our mind relating to current events and what anybody has to say. I'm Jan Landy. Just remember everything that you hear today is an opinion. So do your own research. And so welcome. Um, anybody on the panel has anything that they want to say before we go into this, the subjects that I think are relevant for today? Well, hello all. Uh, I'm from downtown Australia and I've been seriously into SD8 Digico World this week, programming the console and it's been quite good, but i think it'll work when I'm finished 92 channels there's my and, and um hopefully it'll load on the console but I've definitely been in digico world this week yeah so you're thinking backwards and upside down on everything <laughs> oh I got right around and I made it into a split console so 92 channels I did and um I, I turned it into a 36 front of house split and then 
and then the extra channels as well as so that and I, and I set up oh, it's a pretty good I think I, I think I've set up a pretty good uh, file yeah I've put all the monitor channels over here and I've created some groups because I'm going to do it all in one go all in the one console the um and um it yeah it, it, I got there can I say Kurt I got there in the end <laughs> the uh and the uh you just have to learn the different and I haven't used the DigiK for a while, so I was just using the editor. But I have spent probably 40 hours in the last week because I'd find mistakes I make and I'd find I fix the mistakes and then but um it's good. The uh, I'm hoping I'm pretty I'm pretty pleased with myself that I got to the end. I'm sure there's some things that I haven't done correctly because at 92 channels you always forget something like like what I did this morning with my speakers, but anyway, they, uh, good thing they, you didn't um, have 15 minutes between getting there and sound check. Oh yeah, no, you were, there's no way you ever, ever set the, what, what I put on this file. It's got stuff everywhere. The, um, and control groups, uh, it's, it, it's very capable consoles. Yeah. <clears throat> but the SD 12 does more, doesn't it? It's got more stuff. You've yeah. got a couple of SD 12s. Yeah, but they're essentially the same, aren't they? SD twelve and eight. <clears throat> Software works the same. You just have more options on the twelve. More options, yeah. But it also takes more time. More options, more time. Yes, everything that's more options is is more time. Yeah, uh, because you can do more. That's one of the reasons I kept changing my mind on how I was going to structure the console to use it, um, so I could have easy access to the monitor section that I created on Bank Three, and. Um, on the right bank, I should say, because uh, it's interesting to me. They call the right bank bank uh, screen surface one, surface two, and the center one surface three, which is fine. But uh, it's I just thought it was a little unusual. Just be really anyway. careful what you do with the left bank because that's got eons of history. What does it? <laughs> eons. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very oh, bad. I know what you were saying. Tempted humor. <laughs> yes, that's all good. <laughs> but anyway, I was oh, pretty pleased. Cool. With, that's I was pretty pleased with myself at the end. If it works, that is. Otherwise, it could be like. All Jan right. Here. Does anybody else have anything they want to talk about before we go into the stories? All right. Well, congratulations then to everybody. Welcome. Just remember, everything here is an opinion. Uh, hey, Wayne, I'm glad that you got that console going. I mean, I didn't even know they had that kind of technology down in Australia. So, hey, that's good. <laughs> There's other one in the Riverina. Yeah. I don't know what's happening with my camera. It seems like I'm live here, but according to the way I'm looking at it, I'm frozen with my head down. As, oh, no. That's the, oh, I see. That's the other one. I got two images here. All right. This is crazy. It's this is really, really crazy and very difficult for me on what's going on. But my camera is definitely frozen on on my on on my Mac computer. So it's not working. Oh, well, let's just uh, let's just see what happens. We are live. Uh, it's not streaming, though. I could see that it's not streaming on YouTube. It is somewhere, but I don't know where. So we'll find it later. Anyway, hey, congratulations to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, they are now playing the Texas Rangers in the World Series. Uh, in uh, where is it? The first one's going to be at the Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas. Wayne, do you get um, Major League Baseball down there in Australia? I can't answer that, Jan, because I don't. Oh, I think they probably do 
put it somewhere. I, I haven't watched it, though. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. There you go. Anybody plan on watching the World Series? I watched the last game of, of the Texas game, and I thought it was pretty exciting. You know, one thing I noticed is that everybody on the field was pretty uh, svelte. You know, they were all in good shape. Usually I remember when I was used to watch the Dodgers, the, you know, their pitchers will look always, you know, overweight. But uh, but the Texas Rangers, everybody looked like they were in pretty good shape. So uh, it should be a good game. The Phillies against the uh, Phillies against the, um, the uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks against uh, Texas Rangers. If you follow baseball, you got something to look forward to for the next uh, few days, depending on how long the game lasts. All right. I've anybody on Facebook? Though, anybody on Facebook other than me? I guess we all are, right? So did you hear this? Meta, the parent company for Facebook, is now being sued by 42 different attorney generals alleging that Facebook, Instagram are addictive to, and they target kids. Anybody have any comments on that? Just spend less time on them. That's all you have to do is micromanage your day. Yeah. You know, my my fiance, she wakes up in the morning. First thing she does, turn to Facebook, you know, whereas I have like 5000 friends and followers on my Facebook page. She's got 100 and everyone she knows, everyone, it's either family or friends she grew up with, you know, so it, it really has a lot of meaning to her, whereas it doesn't have much meaning to me as it is more of, you know, just high world. How you doing? You know, and I look at, you know, like like Kurt Post pictures of food and i love those pictures it's amazing that he's still so thin with uh with the amount of food that he's posting now do you eat that food or do you just take pictures of it and then put it in a bin no we eat the food you worked for a second and now you're frozen again maybe you should yeah update your computer while you're talking on your phone yeah, I guess that's, I guess I could do that. Uh, you know, I, it's just not working, whatever it is. And well, I'm not, you know, as long, long as I have my cell phone and I could do it with my cell phone, that's fine for right now. I'll figure it out. I'll talk to Zoom and I'll, I'll probably, you know, the one reason why I haven't upgraded the software on the computer is because I have one app called QuickBooks, which I run my business on. And I'm afraid that if I upgrade to the next version of Sonoma on the Mac, that my QuickBooks won't work. And then QuickBooks will get me for $500 a year because they went away from the desktop version to the subscription version. So that's just one of my thoughts. Well, then anyway, don't do what you did last week and just deleted it and reinstalled it and came back home. I didn't have, I, you know, I seen it work. I tested it. I tested it out earlier today and it worked fine. So I felt, well, you know, seeing it works fine. I'll just keep working it with it. But right now I do have a problem with Zoom. Uh, so I am, yeah. I am speaking on my cell phone and uh, also video taping. But moving on, um, seeing we're all in this business of entertainment. I, I don't know if you heard it, but the first of its kind in Central Park, New York, a company called Studio Drift lit up the night sky with a thousand choreographed drones. And we'll throw the link in the chat. Have you guys, you know, I think they did that at the Super Bowl one year too as well, where they had all these drones putting up, uh, you know, designs in the sky. It's pretty cool. They've been doing it at concerts too. Yeah. They I guess actually this... now are going to, they're talking about because in some areas of the country, it's so dry that, they're afraid that they shoot like fireworks off for like the 4th of July 
or special events that the sparks could cause fires. So now they're using drones to do like a fireworks display where they can put all the drones in the sky and make them like do different colors and like what a firework would do um, to save for, as precaution for not having fires. Uh, people like the look, but they still miss like the the sound, like the, the, the boom sound of a firework going off. They like how it looks, but like I said, they're just missing the uh, the noise of the actual, the, the boom noise that comes with the fireworks. Well, go out and get your subwoofers and there you go. Hey, that's what I said. Subwoofers all over the place. Yeah, not a bad idea, but it's it, it is a it is an impressive thing that they're doing with that. I mean, the technology is getting better and better. Soon they'll be delivering to your house with with drones as well. But I don't believe it'll put on a light show. Maybe if it hits the electric, if it hit the electric poles, you know, boom, <laughs> that would be a very impressive light show, but quick, you know. And speaking of poles, uh, those people in California, we don't really have anybody from California today, do we? Uh, they're going to introduce speed cameras that will find motorists automatically. So if you're going to California and seeing there's nobody here from California today, David and Kenny are both out doing shows. Um, so if you're driving in California and Los Angeles, Beverly Hills area, be very careful because now they have speed cameras. Um, but here's a, here's a topic we could talk about that everybody has experience with rental cars. Uh, along those lines, rental cars where the fees are limitless and a reservation is a little bit fake. You're booking some through travel websites where you start at price A, that by the time you get there at the checkout, it's price B. Now, Kurt, I know you've been renting cars. Uh, Josh, I know you rent cars. Uh, I've rented cars. And I'm really surprised that when you rent a car, I, that it's not the same. And uh, there's a great Seinfeld episode where he talks about, well, you you can take the reservation, but to hold the reservation, that's where the problem comes, you know? Has anybody uh, had any experience with rental cars? Uh, I had a rental car earlier this year, and it was really good, unlimited miles. It was like a brand new one. Um, the one I requested, the day I show up, they said, well, we don't have that model because something happened. So they gave me like the next step up which was supposed to be more money, but because that's all they had, they gave it to me for what I was supposed to, the price of the other car. And yeah, it went really, really good. Well, good. Kurt, what about you? Have you been experiencing anything with rental cars that uh, this woman says, her, by the way, her name is Emily Stewart. She's from, she wrote an article at, from Vox. Well, I didn't want to deal with it when I was in Ben, so I actually bought a pickup truck and left it down there. It's oh, that's a smart idea. <clears throat> It was too much of a pain and too unreliable. It's too difficult to to know you're going to get it. You can yeah. take the reservation, but it's all about holding the reservation. That's right. That's what the Seinfeld says. You know, that's the Seinfeld episode. If you haven't seen it, it's really funny. Uh, look it up. It's also the same thing at, at that point in time. I think that's also the same episode where they have only one first class ticket. And Jerry wants to take it because he tells Elaine that, hey, look, if you've never flown first class, you don't know what you're missing. And I have flown first class, so I will know what I'm missing. <laughs> um, anyway, how's the weather where you guys are? I hear hurricanes are getting stronger and faster. The study, are fine. the study finds that the weather is really changing around in the world right now in so many different ways. How's the weather up there, Kurt? Sunny and raining. 
Is that normal I mean, this time of year? No, it should be raining. <laughs> Not sunny and raining. <clears throat> and Josh, is it getting cold where you are yet? Uh, yesterday we had a high of 81, which is really unusual, but it's been about like 60s, between 55 and 70 the last few days, but all, all rain and a lot of leaves falling. Yeah. I think that, you know, but down south, it's even worse. And the hurricane season is really already started and and there's going to i mean basically what i what i what i've heard you know from neil degrice tyson is the way it works the 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 glaciers are melting and it's raising the water level all over the world but it's worse than that because the glaciers evidently somehow are fresh water and it's going into the seawater which is salt water but uh fresh water is lighter than seawater so it stays on top and a lot of the fish are having a lot of bit of problems because they're now they're used to be, uh, top feeders. Now they have to go down below. So we're having a lot of problems with the with the ecology, uh, uh, you know. So uh, do the best you can. And anybody else have anything they want to say about that? All right. Anybody eat salmon? Uh, yes. Well, well, salmon, of course, you know, they're basically, basically they're running low on salmon right now. And so, so farmers now have started fish farms where they're uh, putting salmon and this, it might actually save the salmon population that they're growing salmons in these tanks and feeding the, uh, the public with, um, with a, a farm grown salmon. I have a friend who, who, when we went to Costco last time, he wouldn't buy any farm fish all he wanted was natural fish from the ocean does yeah, anybody care so you're, you're an expert in the field of, of cooking what do you think about that of farm raised compared to wild well that's nothing new they've been doing it up here for yeah. decades there's huge pens in the san juan islands that are just that's all they do um, and they've got them all over the atlantic too so it's it's been going on for a long time uh they say it doesn't taste as good i would agree it doesn't have the same color it's kind of a very um, reduced quality. Yeah. Okay. Well, anybody else have anything that they want to say about that? Well, I've watched uh, special shows on it. I wouldn't eat it. I'd have to have the real stuff. The wild, the wild, because you're wild. That's what it is. Me too. I like the wild. I, I like the wild fish. You know, the wilder, the better, you know, those troubled fish. Anyway. Uh, speaking about wild, he I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if, if yeah, well, you know, silence is golden sometimes, except on a radio show. You know, that's when it's not so. That's not when. That's not when it's not so golden. You know, because they can't hear you. You know, if you if if all we're doing is audio and that's what's going out on our podcast, which it is. Uh, if you if you don't say anything, nobody can hear you, and uh, you know they move to another podcast, which. Um, I'm surprised they don't already move to another podcast. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Anyway, anybody with T-Mobile, you have to be very, very careful with T-Mobile right now 
because basically what's happening with T-Mobile is they're going to a pricier plan and they're basically disguising it. So be careful, um, watch your price increase. There's an article in USA Today that T-Mobile uh, uh, might be switching some of their customers to price your plans and not letting them know it in advance. I, I On the other side, I did hear something from the chairman of the board of T-Mobile saying that was only a pilot program and it hasn't been uh, released to the public. So just a word to the wise, be careful about the T-Mobile thing, right? Anybody have any experience with that? Not me, I'm not with T-Mobile. Okay, well, let's keep moving on because I got a lot of stuff I wanna talk about. Uh, okay, Ken Porter comes into the room and welcome Ken Porter, welcome, welcome our Nashville representative. Uh, there's some news Hello, in Ken. Nashville. What's going on with your police department over there? Are you safe? I have no idea. I live in Wilson County. <laughs> good, Hello, good, Ken. good, good. You're... What is going on? I haven't watched any news. Should I be worried? Oh, you know, it, I just touched on it. I don't really know the whole story. I guess I guess the police chief's son committed some, uh, uh, killed a few people there or something like that. Uh, but it's do you know do your own research because that is completely an opinion on my behalf, and I am not one hundred percent sure of the story. I just remember glancing through it uh, in that respect. Oh well, we still have a whole bunch of lawsuits and battles going on trying to keep the uh, uh, the the stuff from the shooter um, private. They don't want to press, but they the reason for the shootings at the school. Wow, I didn't even know there was a shooting at your schools down there as well. Oh, that was back in the spring. It was down at the oh. the school killed a bunch of kids. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's horrible. And anyway. Well, what are we doing? Um, in, uh, what are we doing out there in the Indian Ocean? You going out there bobbing in the ocean like a stop, you know, <laughs> being fishing bait? No, no, um, we're right on the well, actually, we're on the Indian Ocean, but we're it's called the Maluka Straits. Uh, I love that name, the Maluka, Maluka, but that's what it is. It's the Maluka Straits, and that leads right into the Indian Ocean where I am. So it's uh, it's just beautiful here, absolutely beautiful. It's It was raining a lot. Now it's raining a little bit on and off, like just tropical rain as always. You know, it rains in the morning, rains in the afternoon for a little while, then the sun comes out. But basically, it is so humid here. It's horrible how humid it is. Uh, the best part about it is you don't have to wear many clothes. You know, you wear t-shirts and shorts, flip-flops, and, you know, that kind of uh, alleviates some of the problem, the humidity, but still it's very humid, very, very, very high humidity here in Thailand, especially where I am surrounded by water on all sides. I thought you might've made a run up to China and helped Newsom uh, negotiate with the Chinese. Now there's enough Chinese down here right now because, you know, China borders, uh, borders Thailand, and they've made it very easy for the Chinese people to come. Even more so, they've made it very easy for the Russians to come. Usually what happens if most people have a one-month visa that you can come in without any paperwork, uh, but they've, they, they've uh, made an exception for the Russians now, and the Russians can have three months without a visa, which a lot of people are really up in arms about that aren't Russian, of course, you know, the same way. How come they can get three months 
and we can. Uh, and, you know, they also opened an embassy here or a consulate, not an embassy here in Thailand, the Russians. And the new prime minister invited Putin to come. And unfortunately uh, for them, I don't think Putin's going anywhere. And fortunately for us, I believe that Putin had a heart attack. And so... Uh, so that is uh, that's something that's you know you're never going to know the whole story there, but at least there's part of the story. Do your own research. That is an opinion, of course. But I'll tell you something that isn't an opinion. The Aces are our WNBA uh, basketball team in Las Vegas. They won the uh, second state championship in a row. Tina, did you watch any of the games? All right. I guess she didn't. Uh, well, uh, so what about flu shots? Anybody getting a flu shot this year? Had mine, Jan. I've already had mine. Hold on a second, Glenn. Me Jan. too. I got more on your NBA. I came home and got the Mount Juliet, the Chronicle of Mount Juliet paper tonight. And on it, in the front, Mount Juliet High School grad Clark earns third WNBA title. Las Vegas clinches title 70 to 69 at Barclays Center. And she's a graduated from Mount Juliet High School. Well, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. That they see there's there's, you know, that six degree of separation is now only two degree. And there we are. We're right there. We're right there. So how's things going down there with in, in Nashville as far as the flu season? Uh is the flu season started there as well? Do people get flu shots? Not that I know of. Well, anyway, the CDC recommends that everyone age six months and older get a seasonal flu shot each year, but fewer than half of Americans do. I know I got one this year uh, because I'll probably be back in, uh, in the winter time, and I wanted to make sure I don't get the flu. Uh, it seems to work. I haven't had the flu in a long time, and I get a shot every year, so well, I guess it works for me. Went to Nam. A uh, long time ago, long, well, there long you time go. ago. Those two things are related, you know. Yeah, well, I, I agree with you. They say that not only that, all trade shows are, are, are a hotbed of disease, where they're saying that the spread of COVID actually started at AES, uh, not AES, CES in Las Vegas, that all the people came in from China with the disease and spread it throughout, the, you know, because people came from all over the world to be at CES that year. Same discussion. So that's possible. Um, Nam show in 2022. 2020 also. I was sick within a week after Nam 2020. About three days afterwards, had COVID. I know people that came back with it. We got sick on the plane. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, so, I mean, those trade shows definitely are a hotbed of, of people from all over the world. And so, you know, when you're, when you're in that kind of close quarters, it's easy to spread diseases and germs and stuff like that. That's why when I, when I was doing the trade shows, I uh, had hand spray made in little bottles as I was giving away as promotion. And everybody loved them. You know, they, uh, the alcohol. Yeah. So I was way ahead of my time, way ahead of my time. You know, of trade shows, did anybody, <clears throat> what's everybody heard that's been released so far today? I've got the Fourier from um, Digico, which is a new server that will be shipping the first quarter of the year. Is Meyer, Meyer is showing at NAM, at AES this year too, right? NAB and. Yeah. They usually never do. 
right? They haven't done AES in a long time. I don't think I've seen that, seen them at NAB either. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I mean, they've kind of consolidated all their efforts, as far as I know. I mean, yeah. Well, I got to with a new uh, uh, server type uh, processor management system today. That's you know for Constellation and Space Map and installation work and stuff like that. And I'm sure they're pushing Panther and 2100 and uh, you know they got a lot they got a lot going well for them right now yeah well i got a second hand email that they decided they weren't going to come to the aes nashville event even though they sponsored a room and all the stuff for with soundcheck hey, i'm going to let you guys continue on without me for a minute i'll be right back but it's around i was trying to figure out of that new 21 that they have out, that 21, that multi-cone driver? Yeah, I've got six of them so far. Is that a standard driver? Is it are they only the only ones that make that, or is it someone else has it too? Is it coming from anybody else? I don't actually know. Meyer typically builds everything in-house, so I would assume it's theirs. If it's not, then it was probably specced specifically for their needs. And probably yeah. limited to there. It's it's not an off-the-shelf thing. It's a quad voice coil. So, so maybe if it's OEM, I'm sure it's very, very specific. We can do OEM subs in? I mean, surround sound sub? Surround sound subs? Yeah, you said it's a quad coil, so. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're all in one box, though. <laughs> so does, does that mean the voice coils are on the inside and out and it's Two on either side. Four voice. I haven't looked inside. I would imagine that they are concentric or in a line or something. It's to disperse heat and increase yeah, get rid of the heat. Yeah. The, um, that's pretty um because because a lot of companies were doing the inside outside coil, uh, which got rid of heat. But there was some issues that the in between was was quite hot. I I did read at one point. But um, no, you can see the cone. I mean, I've got them in the shop. I was looking at them today. Uh, it just looks like a normal cone from the front. Um, There's nothing sticking out front. Eminence actually had a 1200 watt driver once that had a heat sink stuck out the front uh, where the dust cap would normally be. Oh, okay. That was kind of interesting. Yeah. I used a few of them in some boxes. Because once they started the vented gap cooling, that was a, that was a, a quite a help, which made use this cone the movement of the cone to push air over the over the voice coil to, to yeah. cool it down and everyone's doing that now and then the four voice coil or the double voice coil came in and now the male one's got four voice coils yes yeah uh, it would be an expensive driver at the uh because uh, you've got to put it in the magnetic field so there's magnets everywhere i'm, I'm intrigued that someone hasn't here's a technical thing so Instead of using permanent magnets, I'm surprised that someone hasn't gone back to, um, and maybe there's technical reasons, to uh, powered um, magnetic fields like they did in many, 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 many years ago in the in the theatre world. Because you would think that the amount of electrical en uh, mag magnetism that you, you could get would be quite amazing um, compared to, obviously, then the speaker doesn't work if it's not plugged in, of course. 
But uh, I'm surprised with powered boxes and that, that um, or not surprised, just interested to why someone hasn't gone down that road. Or is there, or is it just totally cost prohibitive or just not a good idea? Not sure I'm aware of the technology you're describing. Well, we have electric condenser microphones. How about electric condenser speaker? Yeah, but I was thinking more of like, you know, back in the 30s and 40s when the the magnet of the speaker was was plugged into the PowerPoint, if, if you know what I mean. That's how they created the magnetic field. So I was intrigued to... Uh, whether that's very inefficient or whether it's cost prohibitive or it just doesn't work as well as a ma- uh, as a permanent magnet. And um, I was just wondering myself why that hasn't happened in later years where we've got powered boxes and power running around everywhere. The, um, anyone got any thoughts on that one? Or it just, it, or it's just, a pointless exercise. I don't think it'd be a pointless exercise, but um, but I have noticed that speaker, uh, the flux density of um, subwoofers, the later ones, is actually less to make the speaker sound flatter, I believe, but you've got to put more energy in it. Would that be a true statement? So it's got less, en- less ability to produce higher frequencies, in other words. But you can make that you can put more power in it because you can get rid of the heat and you can get a flatter speaker down to a lower response. Is that a that's sort of what I see they're doing if I do when I study the all the drivers and and whatnot? That yeah. not exactly sure. Because some of those speakers, some some of they those subs in, that only works in the southern hemisphere. <laughs> yeah, in the southern hemisphere. <laughs> But I have noticed, like, if you look at the fluck, the 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 half space reference efficiency of a speaker, some of those subwoofer drivers are one point two percent efficient. Where if you went back to, oh, I'll just pick a twenty two forty, which is you know, they were like five percent efficient, but not at low frequencies. They weren't flatter. They weren't as flat. If you know, so they took. I don't know. I, I could be incorrect, but I I just noticed that the speaker will go to a lot. There's so many things that come into play there. Obviously, the cabinet and what tuning frequency and how long the X maximum, all that sort of stuff. But I was just wondering whether all the big uh, subwoofers I've seen that the the flux density seems to be less, or the or the reference efficiency is less because we've got big amplifiers nowadays. Well, just to comment on your last comment. Uh, that's why you're on this show because it's an opinion. It doesn't matter whether you know what you're talking about or not. <laughs> so there you go. Good job. <laughs> well, I try, I, I'm, 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 I'm interested to see what other people think of those <laughs> scenarios. I do a fair bit of study on the woofers, but to see what they're woofing about. <laughs> well, you know, one thing, one thing about, one thing about sound right now and, and the woofers, you know, they have an effect on our bodies. You know, if you put, if, 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 if you, if, if the frequency is too low, it could affect your body, body movements, uh, you know, uh, and one of the things that they've just did a research on and the FDA has just approved and it's cost about 12 grand, but it's a cancer treatment that uses sound waves to dis- to uh, disintegrate tumors as painless alternative to radiation and chemotherapy. And I spoke to my doctor about this and the sound wave treatment, it's called 
histotripsy is indeed very exciting and one might be on the forefront of cancer treatment for the next decade. And they're researching it all over the place for patients with kidney, liver, and other tumors. But it's, uh, you know, but it's uh, only on those particular areas of the body, not all areas of the body. But it, I mean, sound waves goes right through you. So it makes perfect sense that that is a way for people to um, be able to uh, use sound to cure cancer. That would be great. I mean, and that could be your next uh, concert thought process of where you're advertising. Come to this show and, uh, you know, uh, we will kill all your cancer cells. Uh, that's, that's, that, I think that's a great idea, using our sound technology. So the question is, is what sound kills them and what sound promotes them? <laughs> so would Metallica be what and would uh <laughs> well if you want to stay healthy don't go to a kiss show that's all I could say but by the way speaking of kiss I just read that kiss is thinking about doing a show at the sphere could you believe it oh god here we go now we're going to talk about the sphere again Okay, listen, I got only one story about the sphere, right? Actually, two. Number one, there's a lot of complaints right now that people are saying that if you get tickets in the hundreds in the hundred section, that you're that they tell you that your view is going to be obstructed. But the people are really complaining really loudly that you can't see that you, you the you cannot see because of the overhang, and it really destroys the whole image of what they're trying to create. So that's number one. But number two, listen to this. A woman was arrested after a, a sphere date. So she got this guy to take him to the sphere, right? And so basically uh, they were staying at Caesar's Palace and he's, she stole $57,000 in cash and casino chips from this guy. And so what she did, she said to him, listen, uh, I, wanna, I don't want to take my wallet to the sphere. Uh, is it okay if I put it in your safe? And she says, well, if I'm putting it in your safe, you got to give me the combination to the safe. And he did it. And of course, she ripped them off completely for 57,000 bucks. And now, of course, the police, uh, you know, so be careful. Be careful there, friends and family, uh, about who you take to the sphere on a date. <laughs> um, just the FYI on those, um, the 100 section um, for the sphere. Um, it, they actually on Ticketmaster because I read it when I was looking at the seats that they actually say they're obstructed views. I know, yes, they do, and that's and that's what they're saying as well. I mean, they I mean, their their comeback is that they've already said that that they're obstructed view, but the people who are buying it don't realize how obstructed the view is. So well, it says words, it like if it reads, yeah. I mean, if it says it's an obstructed view, you just can't decide for yourself that you don't think it's like that obstructed, you know? I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> hey, well, people are ridiculous about everything. I think that, you know, look, they're suing Facebook for being, being you know, addictive. <laughs> I, I mean, that, that's crazy talk. I don't, I don't spend all my time on Facebook and no matter how much they advertise to me, I'm not going to, they're not going to convince me that I would, you know, I, I would be a, a Facebook candidate to be addictive to the, to the medium. Um, you know, might as well be addicted to watching TV, you know, I mean, because basically in the fifties, that was the first babysitter, you know, you put the, put the kid in front of the TV, you watch the TV, you know? Uh, so I don't believe that either, but this is a very litigious society right now we're living in and people are suing anything for, you know, anybody for anybody, 
for anything. It doesn't matter, you know, if they think they can get away with it and it's a deep pocket situation where someone's got money like Facebook, they're going after them. They're going after Apple. They're going after any major corporate. I mean, look how many people have sued McDonald's over serving hot coffee. That's crazy. Coming back to Ticketmaster, is it Ticketmaster that does the sphere or is it somebody else? Because Ticketmaster has a thing where you can can click on and it'll show you what your view from your seat looks like. Exactly. But they also, they, they and they tell you those sections, the sections that are obstructed views. Just like over there at the Cosmopolitan, Cosmopolitan sells um, SRO tickets, which are standing room only tickets that don't have a view. You could just be inside the, the, the theater and you could hear it, but you, you're probably not going to have a view. People but, complain about that. See, in our life, before you, you before you buy it, you can see what the view is that pops up on the, on your screen. You can see if you like the view or not. So that's that's people who who don't read or don't utilize those things. Didn't they cancel the view? <laughs> the view from where? <laughs> what we show, put the view. <laughs> When they canceled Whoopi, the oh, so can we sue the um, the GOP for the new uh, speaker that apparently we got today? Well, let's see what happens. You know, let's see what happens. At least they got. At least I mean, hey, he's got he got more votes than everybody else. He got two hundred and twenty votes. That's pretty good. So we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, only time is going to tell, but we'll see what happens in the next couple of days because they're way behind schedule. They're probably going to have to do something to fund the government. They're going to have to do something to fund Israel. They're going to have to do something to fund um, Ukraine or maybe not. Who knows what they're going to do? Uh, but what do you think? the reality is, is th 10 days or less. He's out of there. Yeah. Who knows? You know, I mean, they still have that stupid rule that one person can say, hey, I don't like what you're doing. You got to get out. So, but I don't think they're going to do that. I, I, I don't think they're going to do that this time. I think that they're, they realize that they have definitely destroyed the Republican brand uh, for a while. And I don't think that those people who are in the Congress right now are going to uh, do something even stupider than they've already done, but we'll see. Uh, you know, don't, what, you know, what would you base that on? <laughs> I want to throw a Just motion. Just wishful thinking. I want to throw, send them, send the uh, squad over to the bank and let them uh, get all the people out since they're all their people, they're friends of them. Well, we'll see what happens. You know, it's a, it's a, you know, of course that I, I'm not following that, but I believe that the squad has, uh, has, has, has uh, disbanded. I don't think that there is a squad anymore. I think that there is a lot of friction between the squad members, and I believe that they disbanded that group. But again, it's an opinion. Do your own research. One thing I will say, uh, although this is, has nothing to do. With, well, yeah, I guess it does. There's a, there's a story right now running around that there's a Chinese brewery. A, a brewery. Uh, it's called Sing Pao. And announced on Monday that they're going to be investigating alongside the authorities after a man was filmed seemingly urinating into a vat of ingredients used to manufacture their beer. So, uh, I mean, that's the same thing as Congress right now. <laughs> they're peeing in their beer. So, uh, you know, Have you had you know who knows? Have you had that beer? Uh, 
it's 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 spelled T S I N G T A O. Oh, I know all about it. I don't it. believe yeah. I've ever had it. Oh, it tastes about like what you just described. Yeah, you know, be in the beer. So I, I'll tell you an, another thing that's another thing that's really interesting right now is that there is a study that they just found out, and I'm not kidding around about this. It's a, is that sexual satisfaction may be key to delaying the onset of dementia. So, I mean, that would make sense to me. And, uh, you know, uh, so if you're more sexually active than not, chances are that you will not be uh, coming up with dementia. So, I mean, what does that say about us? Okay, that's good. We're moving on now. <laughs> Nothing I can We're say. We're moving on. on. All right, heroes. so one of the... One of the stories, you know, I've been playing a lot of pickleball lately. I've been playing, I used to play tennis all the time. And now I'm playing pickleball, which they say is the fastest growing sport in the history of the planet. Uh, it's been around since 1965 or so. And it just really started catching on. They're building courts here in Thailand now, as if there's no tomorrow. And in Las Vegas, they built uh, 24 courts uh, in one place. And they found that the demand for those courts are so great that they're expanding. They're building another 20 courts in the same. So if you haven't been playing pickleball, it's a really fun game. It's it's super fun, very social, and you get a lot of good exercise as well. Well, anyway, the Apple Watch did a study comparison of the health benefits between people who play pickleball and people who play tennis. And the results are in. The results are in. It turns out that people who play pickleball play longer and have a lesser heart rate than those people that play tennis. So, and where did it all I start? I mean, there's more running. And where did it all start? It started where you are, right in your, right in your backyard. That's right. It started right in your backyard. So anyway, anybody in the room play pickleball other than me? No. Okay, well, that's it for me. I have no more stories. Uh, you know, I have nothing else that I want to talk about unless uh, anybody else, they, anybody has anything they want to say. Let's talk about it for the next uh, eight minutes and then we'll say goodbye to everybody on social media. But actually, I don't even think we're on social media right now. I think I'm going to have to post this show manually. And I promise that uh, I will either get this together or I will die trying getting it together so that next time that I don't have to do the show from my cell phone. Does the U.S. travel advisory extend to Thailand? It extends all over the world right now. I got a notice from the government. <clears throat> uh, basically, it's a rough time. It's, it's a very, very rough time everywhere in the world. And that is a challenge. Uh, this what's happening in Israel and the Middle East is spreading throughout the world. There are there. It, it is really putting a divide between people and places and things. And it's a horrible situation. What we're in really horrible. Um, I'm hoping that it doesn't spread because if it spreads, it could spread like wildfire. But the lines are being drawn right now. So let's hope. For the best, let's. I always say, peace be with you, and I mean that. You know, I've been a I've been a peacenik since uh, you know before I could remember. Um, I remember during the Vietnam War, I was I was totally, adamantly against it, totally adamantly against it. But I wasn't around in World War II or the Korean War, so I don't know how many people were against that. 
But the reality is, is that this could be World War Three, and I'd hate to see that happen for many, many reasons. You know, um, too many people are dying right now. And I really feel badly for those people that are caught in the middle of it, you know. Yeah, my daughter's in Italy right now, and I know that nothing really going on there, but I'll just rest a little easier when I know she's back here. Yeah, it's, you know, look, you you have to be really careful. You have to be, you have to, you have to have, you have to have your head on a swivel. You really have to look around you. You have to be very careful. And I think tempers are flaring all over the world. I think people are, people are, you know, whether they know it or not, they're affected by what happens in, in the Middle East. And they're affected by what happens in the United States. And they're affected what happens anywhere in the world if it's something that is going to be a major element to the world. And it seems that, uh, you know, it seems that you can't get away from not having a conversation where they're coming up, no matter what you're talking about, you know? So I wish everybody, you know, nothing but peace and happiness and, uh, you know, tranquility. What I want to have anything they want to say. I want to know, and I've wondered this for, I don't know, two years or more. What is the zebra stripe structure? In Ken's kitchen. Yes, I've wondered that too. Well, Ken, it's up to you. It's coming what after it? it. Oh well, I can't hear him. It's a structural hole. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. It separates the uh, morning room from the living room from the kitchen. Does all that make sense? So it's a post. Correct. Structural post that holds up a, a beam. Well, not really a beam. It's a more decorative to the half wall. It holds the now half wall. Now, what's the material on that? Is, is that real skin or is that just a, is that wallpaper? My daughter painted it. Oh, very nice. How old was she when she painted it? 20 years ago when she's, uh, she was about 21, 22. It's really good. I mean, it looks, it looks very real and very lifelike. I thought maybe you bagged it on safari and brought it home as a trophy. <laughs> yeah, that would go well in a house with a vegan and a uh, vegetarian. So one day your daughter yeah, came Yeah, no meat said, here. You know what? I want to paint the pole. Uh, when we moved in, uh, in decorating, that was one of their, so, you know, they want to do something accent. You know, we like color in a house, you know. My living room has a green and purple and a blue couch, so... Well, I bet nobody runs into it by mistake. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lucky break right there. Yep. Anyway, if anybody have anything else they want to say, now would be the time to say it. Uh, otherwise, we're going to say goodbye to social media. But I don't really think that social media is seeing this today. They're going to be seeing it later when I post the show. Well, I got a question for you, Jan. Go ahead. Um, when you go out to dinner over there, are there any places that might, you know, have a view that's, you know, as good as this one? Yes, as a matter of fact, uh, that one looks to me like that's the Patong Tower in the background, and that is the city of Patong, which is which when we go out for a special occasion, we usually go to this place called the Patong Sunset View, and that's exactly what you're looking at, the Sunset oh, View. So it's yeah, uh, the namesake is correct. I stole it off your Facebook page. 
Ah, oh, that's very kind of you. That's your. Bo picture. would be very happy. That's your picture. That's very nice. Well, you're you're you know you are definitely at least you've given us credit for it. <laughs> but how did you get rid of us? You normally we're in every picture that we post. It was hard. I had to find one you weren't in. Oh, there you go, and that's uh, that's very difficult. Very difficult to do. Bo is very photogenic, and she loves taking pictures. So we we do that a lot. Anyway, the new pictures are great. We visit, we found this new place uh, right by our house uh, that over has one of the most spectacular views of the ocean uh, of any place. Um, it's called Summer Day, is what it's called. Uh, not spelled. It's I believe it's spelled with an O. S O M M E R. I might be wrong about that, but then again, this is an opinion show. So, uh, but it's beautiful uh, as well. Really, really nice. Anyway. Um, if anybody, if anybody has anything to say, now would be the time. Otherwise, we're going to say goodbye to everybody. And I promise next week, if we are, if we, if if I could get it together, I will, so that uh, I won't be talking on a cell phone. I'll be talking on my computer, which is right in front of me. Uh, but um, what can I say? Anybody have anything else to say before we say goodbye? Well, I could I say that. Wondering. Oh, sorry. Carry on. I was just wondering, is the views better than Ray's boathouse there in Seattle on the ocean and the, the sun going down over the islands and all that stuff? Uh, I don't know. That's a pretty hard, uh, hard, hard view to beat. Yeah, it is. Those. And then the other one of the is problems, the one of the problems here with the sunset is that it's so humid and there's so many clouds that, that I haven't seen a good sunset in about two years. Uh, so, I mean, because when the sun starts to go down, the cloud base on, right on the water water edge uh, in the in uh, on the horizon blocks the sunset. So you don't see it go. It's not like a Hawaii sunset where you see the sun go into the water. So, are there Michelin five star restaurants in Thailand? Yes, there are. I don't know about five star, but there's definitely one star Michelin restaurants. The ones there are Michelin rated restaurants here. But, uh, you know, why, if I, you know, living here, I don't really want to go to a restaurant like that. I'm much happier going to a local Thai restaurant. What, what I found is the food here in Thailand, no matter where you go, is usually pretty exceptional. It's really, really good because of the spices and how fresh everything is. None of the restaurants that I know of have a freezer. You know, at least not the not the the local restaurants. They don't have a freezer, so everything is fresh. Either that, or it's spoiled, and they cook it anyway. But uh, <laughs> but the food is very very good, really really excellent. Is All right, like we're gonna say goodbye to social media. Oh, get Josh. Go ahead. Is it like the, the the spice over there? Is it like really hot spice, or is it just like a quick like type kick for a few seconds and goes away? Spice, or you know how spicy is it over there? Uh, there are some spices that if I ate, I would die. I mean, that's, you know, um, you you have to really be a, a native here to be able to enjoy the spice. Most of the cooking that they do for what they call falangs, which are foreigners, uh, if they cooked it for the falang as they cook it for the Thai people, uh, you would have to be taken to the hospital. Uh, you know, the emergency, you'd have to, it's, it's so spicy. They have stuff, they have stuff that you just can't eat unless you've been bred on it throughout your whole life. 
Yeah, and even I'm then, sure he, people people have stomach ulcers from the from the spice and the food. I'm sure some of that spice will make you cry, even the milestone. Oh God, yes, absolutely will make you cry. Absolutely will make you cry. Anyway, those people on social media, thanks for listening and watching. Just remember, you make it happen. Next week will be 180. Uh, Wednesday at five o'clock. If you like the show, share it and give us a thumbs up. And if you don't like it, share it anyway with the people you don't like. And that way uh, you can get even with them somehow. So remember, you make it happen. Have a great week. Stay safe and healthy and peace be with you. Bye now. So.